Hey, greetings, Team Whiteman. Welcome to another edition of our Practicing the Pillars podcast, where every airman is a leader. I'm Chaplain Jonathan Ayers from the 509 Maintenance Group. And I am Tech Sergeant Brooke Gonska from the 509 Bomb Wing Chapel. Today we have a special guest with us, Tech Sergeant Guy Colburn from the 509th Aircraft Maintenance Squadron, sharing with us a powerful story about resiliency. Welcome, Tech Sergeant Guy Colburn. Uh, how about you start off just sharing a little bit about yourself, who you are, where did you come from, uh, how did you get here today? Uh, I'm from Greensboro, Alabama. Uh, I've been married for nine years. I have a four-year-old son. Uh, I've been in the Air Force for 11 years. I started out as a crew chief. I've uh, been a crew chief for those years. I've been on different shifts. I've been on different platforms, different bases, and you know now, now I'm here. You know, Cool. Welcome, Guy. We're so glad you're here. And uh, Real quick, what, what brought you into the Air Force? Why did you end up joining the Air Force? Well, I wanted to uh, go to college. Uh, I grew up on the poverty side of uh, things. Uh, I wanted to travel, you know, see the world. Um, I have family members that also served in the military as well. I want to follow the, follow those footsteps. That's awesome. We all know that you have a personal story of resiliency, and that's what you want to share, as well as a strong desire to encourage others to tell their story. So why don't we begin with your personal story of overcoming and working through adversity? When I was around eight years old, my parents got divorced, and, you know, Every kid, they always trust their family. They always trust their, their parents. And my mother always told me that I was the reason for the divorce. She told me that I was the lost cause. So I took that to heart. And when I was roughly around eight years old, I noticed that my father was kind of worried about bills. He was worried about putting food on the table. And he had a three fifty seven revolver magnum. And I wrote out a suicide note, put a, the gun to my head, and I pulled the trigger, and it went click. For anyone who knows anything about firearms, a revolver does not have a safety. And when I turned around, my father was behind me crying. And that's I've only seen him cry twice in my entire life, and that was one. And he emptied out the chambers, and five shells fell out. So with a revolver, you have six shots. So I am a miracle that I'm here today. Yeah, absolutely. You are a miracle guy. And, um, and that's a pretty powerful, uh, just a story of, of your childhood and how you got to a real point of desperation, man, you, you're here today and we're, and we're grateful for that. And you, you've overcome a lot. And again, just thank you so much for being willing to come here to, to share your story, uh, to put out this podcast. So I just have a few questions. How did you overcome the pain and maybe the desire that you thought you wanted to hurt yourself? I got involved into, uh, sports. I got involved with playing football. I got involved with the local, uh, scout community and, I just, you know, I had, had to keep myself busy, you know, because, you know, people want to feel, feel like they belong, and that's what I wanted. And, you know, with, with me finding that brotherhood in sports and that brotherhood in the scouts, it, it, it got my mind off of things. Yeah, I think that uh, definitely hits home for, for me. Uh, I personally, I have a, a son who's currently involved in scouts, and I know just that, that feeling of belonging is so important. And uh, whether it's sports, whether it's scouts, uh, just just being a part of a family, right? Being in the Air Force where we know uh, we're a part of a, a bigger family is, is so important. I know you have some prior experience with programs called like Storytellers, maybe from other bases. 
do you think that one of your goals with you wanting to do this podcast is really just telling your story again to continue to encourage people to be able to tell theirs and just talk about resiliency in all levels? Yes. So storytellers is where there was a group of us. We all got together. We told our story if it was life traumatizing. And it challenges us to get out there, tell our story, and potentially help others. But it also helps those who are looking for answers to help that have a different avenue as well as the, the main avenues that they already have. I know the Air Force has the, the ACE program, but one of the ways that we were kind of like talking about this at, my, at one of my previous bases is how can you or how can somebody help someone go through something if they never, you know, experienced that or if, or if they never been around something like that, you know. Um, and, it, and it's not just on suicides. I mean, it's on sexual assault, sexual harassment, racism, discrimination, abuse. I mean, it's a whole bundle deal, you know. And, and if someone is going through something like that, then how can someone who's never been through there actually walk with them? You know, you can escort them, but you can't really walk with them. Yeah, it kind of reminds me that uh, we're all walking wounded healers, right? That uh, when you've been through something hard, especially that you can use that to help better relate with others and to encourage them and to uh, point them in the right direction, right, to get them the help that they need. Again, whether they're struggling with thoughts of suicide or dealing with sexual assault or or whatever the case, uh, when you know that someone truly cares, someone's willing to listen, someone's there to be be by your side and walk through the pain with you, um, that that is so important. Absolutely, man. And I think, you know, with with people um, telling – their stories, I think that that's going to make a difference and it's going to help th- those who um, are looking for answers and, and that are looking for help. It's going to help them ask those questions, you know, and it's going to be easier for us to share our stories for everybody. Absolutely. That was awesome. Thank you for sharing once again. I believe that's what this podcast is really all about is just basically another platform for someone to be able to tell a story of resilience and someone else to hear it and maybe reach out or maybe gives them the courage to reach out to another source or someone else. So that's pretty much exactly what we're doing this for, another hope of resiliency. For sure. And uh, again, too, right, we don't necessarily need a podcast to share our story. We could be sharing our stories uh, in our work centers, at the smoke pits, whenever we're having picnics at work, or uh, even when we're off work, right? We know we've uh, got a big game coming up here, and as they're sitting around watching the game, to just to get real with each other, to share your stories of, of what you've gone through and, uh, if there is somebody struggling to truly be listening to their story and point them in the right direction uh, to get them the help that they need. That is true. And for everyone that is listening to this, um, I challenge each and every one of them. One, if you've been through something, like I challenge you to be willing to talk about it because you never know if you're going to potentially save someone's life. And, you know, uh, I challenge those who are listening to this as well that are going that are going through something. Like I challenge you to ask questions. You know, I, I challenge you to get the help that you do need. Absolutely. Sometimes we don't understand, but we can definitely help someone get to a point in their life where they can better heal themselves and get back to living. So Texar and Colburn, again, thanks so much for being here on this podcast today. And if, if there's someone here that, that is listening to this podcast uh, what is the biggest takeaway that you want somebody to hear? If someone's listening to this and they're going through something, I encourage them to reach out and just get the help that they that they need. 
whether it's through its its normal chain or by finding someone that that they can trust and that they can talk to that has been through something that is similar to this. On the other side of the coin on this, um, if someone is going through something and they're not saying something, then you need to, you know, because you are a valuable asset, not only not only to the, the U.S. military, but you're a valuable asset to us as a person. Absolutely. Yeah, we talk about here where this is a podcast where every airman is a leader and uh, you don't necessarily need to know all the right answers, but to just be there to listen and to point your coworker, your friend, your peer in the right direction to the resources they need to get help. Uh, truly, that's what this is all about. Absolutely. I think you both hit it on the head. The last thing I would say too as well is we are all supervisors. We are all the same rank. We're different ranks. We we are big A here for airmen and just really take care of your people. It could be somebody you sit beside in an office and you maybe you're not in the same supervision, but you know that person on a daily. So if something seems off, I would challenge you to ask or maybe bring someone in that they do know and have them have the conversation just to take care of your people and look out for someone and don't be afraid or get somebody else that maybe knows how to ask the right questions. That is true because it doesn't matter where like where you're at, people can always put a face on and go into work and people especially men, uh, we have a tendency to where we like to not ask for help because we, we view that as a sign of weakness, and instead of viewing that as a sign of weakness, that is a sign of strength. Absolutely. Uh, thank you, Guy, for sharing part of your story. This wraps up another podcast edition, Practicing Their Pillars. Thanks for listening, everyone. Yeah, thank you, Sergeant Colburn, for being, being here today, for sharing your story. And, you know, one of the visions in the Chaplain Corps is to truly care for airmen more than anyone thinks possible. And part of that, again, one of the ways we can do that is truly just simply listening to each other's stories, encouraging each other, um, and pointing people in the right direction when they're going through a hard time. So thank you again for being here today. Feel like my life ain't mine I don't wanna be alone